So last time I mentioned that we can read data from the public cloud database without having to log in. Uh, but in order to write data, either to the public database or to the private database, the user's private database, the user has to be signed into an iCloud account. And often, if you're doing something like this where you're saving a record or you're trying to fetch something from the user's private database on App Startup, the user's just going to get a random alert asking them for their iCloud password. And that can often be a bad user experience. So I've signed out of iCloud and on the simulator, and I'm going to run it again. And this time, we're going to see that this write fails. And in fact, during development, either on the simulator or on the device, this is going to fail unless you're signed into iCloud. Now, in production, in the App Store, in a release build, when you're on the device, unauthenticated users can read from the public database, but they can't write to anything. And they certainly can't read to a private database without signing in. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to handle this case, certainly for us during development, but also to give better context of why we might be prompting the user to sign into iCloud. I'm sure you've all experienced situations where a random alert is asking you for your Apple ID and password, and it's not clear where that request is coming from. And often I'm a little worried that maybe this is some sort of phishing attempt, you know, by some app that is presenting a dialogue that looks like the system dialogue. And I think Apple certainly could do a lot better around messaging this alert so that it gives us confidence that this alert is coming from the system on behalf of this particular application. So how do we do that? What we're going to do is we're going to first check to see if we have permission. And if so, then we're going to do basically all of this stuff. So I'm going to take all of that and I'm going to move it into a method called let's call this uh, insert first restaurant. So I'll just paste all that in there. And this is going to need the container. So we're going to pass in the CK container above. And we'll say insert first restaurant, pass in that container. Okay, so this is exactly like what we had before. So what I'd like to do first is check to see if the user is logged in. And we can do that on the container here. And we can check the account status with the completion handler. And notice that the completion handler gives us back the CK account status or an optional error. So we'll call that account status error. And then we'll quickly check to see if there's an error. And if there's no error, we're going to assume that there's an account status. So we can say if account status, let's just check the various types that we get, that we get there. So the account status here, let's look at that method, CK account status is an integer and there's these values here. So no account means that there's no iCloud account logged into this device. Available means the iCloud credentials are available for this application, which means they've already authenticated. Could not determine means that an error occurred while getting the account status. So we should look at the corresponding NS error. So I should switch around my check there. And then parental controls uh, slash device management has denied access to iCloud account credentials. So in the case that you have parental controls enabled on a device and then a child is using it trying to sign in as iCloud, this is going to come back as restricted. And that means your app is essentially not going to work. Okay. And I'm not sure if there's some sort of request system uh, similar to there is with purchases where a child can request a purchase and the parent gets notified. At least if, as long as you're getting this code back uh, from that call, the app is not going to function. Okay. So let's just check to see if there was could not determine, then we'll check the error if it's available, no account or restricted. So what we can do is go back here 
And instead of doing it this way, we can switch on account status. And in the case of available, then we can go ahead and continue with this insert first restaurant into that container. In the case that we have no account, we might want to prompt, prompt for cloud, prompt for iCloud, let's say. In the case that could not determine, there's probably an error. And in the case of restricted, we'll just print restricted. Okay, so now we just need that uh, prompt for iCloud method. And then we'll run it again so just we can see what we get in the log. And of course, we're not gonna know what some of these others are unless we print them out here. So I'm just gonna print out the account status so that we can see it in our logs. Okay, that's not particularly helpful, but uh, I can tell you that it is going through this prompt for iCloud method. So let's grab a quick prompt for iCloud log message here. And what are we gonna do inside of this method? Well, it would be good to present either a fully fledged screen that has design that tells you, okay, we're gonna ask you for iCloud because of this reason, or this app uses your iCloud account in order to store data about restaurants or whatever. In our case, we're just gonna use a simple alert. So I'm gonna use an alert controller. And for the title, we'll say iCloud login required. And then for the message, uh, this app uses iCloud to store data about restaurants. Please log in in the settings. The preferred style will be alert. And we'll add an action called OK with the style of cancel with no handler. And then we'll just go ahead and present this. Now we have our window, so we can do window.rootViewController present view controller alert. Okay, so the prompt for iCloud is going to essentially tell the user that you can't continue until you go log in. Now, what happens when you do log in? Well, when you do log in, we wanna come back and sort of rerun this code here. So again, I'm gonna take all of this code and I'm going to move this into a check account status method. And we're also going to be uh, listening on NS Notification Center, or rather it's just Notification Center now, and we're going to add an observer for the notification.name dot the ubiquity identity did change. And we can delete that prefix there. That's going to get fired if you say double tap on the home button and go back to settings and log in, come back to this app. We want to know that your, your identity did change. And when that happens, I'm going to just go here and call check account status. And it's probably a good idea for us since this is going to sort of stick around forever to avoid a memory leak. We should probably add weak self here so that the block doesn't retain self and self retains the block, etc. Okay, and let's give another log statement here. Identity changed and checking account status. All right, we're also gonna print out the raw value here so that we can see which account status it is. Okay, so I'm gonna run the application again, and hopefully this time we'll see a little bit better message that we're checking for account status. The account status is no account. We're gonna prompt for iCloud. We hit okay. I'm gonna go over into the settings app, and just off screen I'm going to sign in to my iCloud account. 
Okay, I'm signed into my iCloud account and we're gonna go back over to our application. And as it turns out, as you can see here, that this identity did change was never actually raised. And that's because there was a little detail that where they changed this, where the docs are actually lying to us, uh, where the notification is actually CK account change notification. So we can get at that notification.name, CK account changed. Again, I'll delete that prefix. And let's try this one more time. I'm gonna quickly log out of my iCloud account. And I'm now logged out, so I'm gonna run the application again. I still have my simulator sitting off camera. And you can see that it's prompting for iCloud. So I'm going to jump back over into the settings and sign into iCloud. And I am now signed into iCloud. And I'm going to jump back over to our application. Notice now that it says that the identity changed. We're checking the account status and now the account status is one. And now we can try to save that record. Now, of course, it's giving us that error because this record already exists. And that's, again, because the identifier that we chose was a static identifier. And this was chosen on purpose so I don't keep inserting the same restaurant over and over again. Okay, so that's how you can manage the user's iCloud account, detect when the account uh, status has changed, as well as uh, you know prompting with your own custom alert. I think it would be better to design a full screen that explains why you need the iCloud uh, credentials, but an alert can suffice if you just want something simple. All right, that's it for this episode, and we'll see you again next time.